yo, I'm gonna be 100% honest. I have major daddy issues, like serious daddy issues. And today, I really want to talk about why daddy issues are a freaking thing. And I'm wondering, do you have any issues with your parents? or your father that maybe you don't talk about or don't think about that have been suppressed but still manage to manifest in your life? So what's really good is the Toy Shari. Um, and right now you're listening to the podcast, This Is My Happy Place. Um, I'm super excited to go ahead and talk about this new episode, but I'm real chill about it because this is one of those episodes where I am constantly thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it because it has really been weighing on my mind the last two days. Um... Lately, I've been really putting a lot of effort into building my brand and working on my podcast, and it has allowed me to become a better person, but it also has showed me my different flaws and and different errors and judgment tenfold, seriously. It has shown me how I can make irrational decisions, how I can say things that may not be something I mean. And it's not even the bad things I say. It's the good intended things that I'm saying just to keep from telling the truth about how I feel. Um, I've learned a lot about my decision making choices of people that I surround myself with and people that I align myself with for my future. I've also learned about the character choices in men that I've choose, chosen, chose, sorry. Brain is, brain is on, 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 on still sleepy time because it's mad early, yo. Um, but I've learned about what choices from my past can come and manifest itself in my future. Now, of course, I didn't choose my father. And we're talking about daddy issues, and I didn't choose my father. You know, I didn't choose who I got adopted by to be my father or my, you know, paternal father. But some of those issues manifest themselves in weird-ass ways. Weird ways. Weird ways. one of the weird ways it does manifest itself for a lot of women is we might be upset with our father for what happened maybe they didn't spend enough time with us when we were children and we find a guy who doesn't spend enough time with us as an adult because that's the relationship we used to even though we wanted more time we still wind up getting a guy who doesn't spend enough time with us. Or maybe we get a guy who 
does everything for us because our father did everything for us, but then it doesn't allow us to have enough time to get our own identities so we can live alone. And then something happens in that relationship, weirdly enough, and then we're stuck in a pattern of habitually finding daddy figures. Um, what about the father who was an absentee father altogether? And so we just latch on to any guy. You know what I'm saying? And the weird thing about it is, is even if your father, even if you had a father presence when you were a kid, like an adoptive father, a stepfather, I, I, I call them bootleg stepdads, but they're technically the real dad because they've been there the whole life of the child. Um, That's why I call them bootleg because technically they're the real dad because they're really there. Um, And big ups to those dads, big ups. I want to clap right now, but I'm kind of holding my mic, so I really can't do that. Big ups to those those dads and those father figures and those mother figures who are there, like, like, the the there for those things but we're not talking about you today so side eye (laughs) take your applause and sit down somewhere (laughs) no i'm playing um no but um i really feel like it comes as a very big presence for us when we don't have a father that it shows in our life or we don't have that father figure. And even if you don't have your paternal father, but you have a stepfather, somehow their traits, DNA is a mug, come into your life and you become that that person that you missed out on. It's like a real dormant DNA thing that just comes out of your life out the blue. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like, it's like all your life, your whole family for the last 10 generations have been Caucasian. And all of a sudden a little African baby comes out of the blue because one of your ancestors was African. It's like one of those things that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like it really those that, that does happen, you know, all your life, you know what I'm saying? You've always been one way and your family's always been one way. And then all of a sudden, you know, you wind up having a baby who has blue eyes, but your whole family has brown eyes. Like what the hell? It's one of those things, you know, just like all your life, you've been able to deal with your daddy issues and you thought they were good and you thought they were under control. And then you turn 23 and you start dating guys. You really got into dating and then you date a guy who was just like your father, who was abusive mentally or physically or whatever the case may be. Or sometimes you may get to the point in your life where you're over that level and you realize that you've had those issues and you accepted it. Or maybe you haven't accepted it, but you want it better for your life. So then you change, but it still manifests. What weird ways can it manifest besides that? You might ask. Well, we're going to talk about that after the brizzle. So now that we're back from the break, and I thank you so much for going through the brizzle. um, We're going to talk about things that happen that manifest in your life that you 
thought you had under control or you thought you had suppressed it well enough or maybe you are just getting to the point in your life where you're actually starting to deal with it and old wounds are starting to reopen and it hurts like the dickens one of the ways that it's manifested for me was lately i've been crying like a newborn who just came out the womb all the time emotionally i have never really dealt with my childhood traumas i haven't and it's been like a real big deal for me to deal with these things like for me find from like just so many things but like with for me seeing my adopted father beat on my my adopted mother who at the time i thought were my paternal parents to being you know mentally and physically abused by my you know adopted father to be being molested to me being just a lot of things have just been you know coming up as an issue as a trauma like sometimes i would kiss my spouse and i'd freak out because i see my father's face and i know that sounds weird as hell because i've never heard no shit like that <laughs> in my life but it's the truth like it freaked me out because i see him and the power is that be let me know that chick you need to really like talk to somebody like there would be a lot of times where i just break down and cry and it would be because i never dealt with it when i was a kid i didn't i lied to myself and said girl you all right <laughs> you okay girl you good and i wasn't I wasn't and I'm not you know what I'm saying like I'm happy that I'm actually able to admit this but I pray to God that other people are able to admit it you suppress all these issues and sometimes they come out in horrible ways I'm, I know another way that it's came out recently um I was asleep I don't I don't really think I was in REM sleep because I wasn't fully aware what was going on I know there's different levels to sleeping and um at this point i was aware of what was going on and i remember seeing the color red and black red and black red and black and i just felt this presence of like the colors in my dreams and um the first thing i thought of was my spouse because those are his favorite colors red and black and then it went from there to me thinking of like how I compare him to him, me being redder in skin tone and him being darker, blacker in skin tone. So I think of red and black in that way. And so then it went from there to me thinking about my biological father. And I thought about the picture of him in red and black, where he was wearing a red shirt, black pants. I think he was wearing some red and black J's and thinking about how I really want to know him and meet him and get to know him. I even want to establish a rapport, but thinking about like how it would probably never happen because I don't think my biological mother told him about that. And then thinking about like the fact that my biological father may never really know because apparently he might not be fully in his right mind so he might not even remember my birth mother so he might not ever claim me so that was a big 
problem in my dreams. And then thinking about the fact that I just found out what my biological father looks like the same around the same time last year. Around the same time last year is when I found out what my biological father looks like, which is crazy. So then I was thinking about that. And then it came into my adoptive father. And it was horrible. Like, I don't even, I think it just felt dark. And it felt like I haven't really dealt with the problems. I think personally that he's a good guy. Well, he was a good guy. But I think that there were childhood traumas that he didn't deal with that led to a lot of the stuff that happened with me and with my adopted mother. I think that's why she got the things that she got towards her because of his feelings towards himself and why his parents treated him the way he was, you know, treated him the way they did because it was just an ongoing cycle. It's so important for us as individuals to figure out what our traumas are and our issues and our triggers and work at them and talk to people about them because they manifest in weird ways and that can ruin relationships with people. It can, like with your children, because you're afraid to open up or do certain things because of the fact that you didn't get that when you were a kid. I remember one time something happened and my dad hugged me. My adoptive father, the only father I really know. And I, I got to be honest, I stood there with my arms to my side, hands loose. He was hugging me. I didn't know what to feel. And it wasn't like it was an awkward hug where it's like, oh, dad, really? You're hugging me right now? Seriously. It was like weird as fudge. It felt like. It felt like I was trapped. And he was forced to hug me. But I felt the love. But it was a surface love. I felt like there was so much pain tied up into that hug that it made it so overly complicated. It wasn't just genuine. And I felt like he was genuinely trying to convey his love through a hug, but it felt awkward. Because, I mean, my adoptive father was born in Brooklyn. He was born with tough-ass parents. You know what I'm saying? He did move to the South, but he was always this smooth, up north, savvy, you know, type of dude. He, you know, he was just, even though he lived in Florida, he still had that up north mentality. Even though he lived in Florida when he was a kid, he still had that up north mentality. And when we moved to Jersey, I mean, I'm just being real, up north mentality can be dormant for a little bit in somebody who was born up north. But it'll come back because it's just, it's just, it is what it is with us. 
And I felt like it was just a weird, awkward time in a moment for us to hug. And maybe it's because I have that up north mentality too. Like I'm sweet and sour. I felt like I just didn't know how to feel at that moment. But I promised myself that no matter what, I would always hug my kids. I would always love on my kids because I had been through so many things, even with my first pregnancy and having my first child, that made me realize how important and valuable it is to just love on your kids. And sometimes I feel like I don't do it enough for my son. I do. I just feel like I don't give enough. I gotta, I gotta have more because I want my kids to know like every second of the day, I love you. Like, I don't want to leave you. I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Like, I'll do everything for you. You know, I'm not a perfect mother. I make mistakes in budgeting and, and doing stuff. And I wind up having to, you know, go back and get stuff that I wanted to get before for my kids. And But I always try to make sure my kids know I care and I'm there. And I think as a parent, it's a great thing. But it's complicated because you don't want to do too much to to ruin their edge. Like, I don't want my kids to be soft, but I don't want them to be too hard either. Like, I need them to be in the middle ground, but know when they have to intensify their, their ability to be more soft and intensify their ability to be more hard. Because sometimes, sometimes in life, you can't just be in the middle all the time and you can't just be too hard and you can't just be too soft. So I want them to maneuver with that street savvy of being from up north. You know, I want that to be in them. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, a lot of things have been doormat because of father issues. I mean, I remember being called them as a box of rocks. And I remember having learning issues as a kid. And it hurts because my kids do have learning issues. And I know I passed that on because I know I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I just, I know that. And I don't want my kids to ever, ever have concerns whether or not they're intelligent because they are. They just learn differently. And it just breaks my heart because I feel like I don't want to pass on all these things that my parents did to me, that my father, my adopted father did to me. But it breaks my heart because as a parent, you don't have any control of what happens. Like you could do this one way, you think you're doing it all great, and then the kids still turn out to be savages. And I still feel like my kids are going to grow up to have daddy issues of their own. Because even though they have a great father figure in their life, they're still going to grow up with the questions of why? Why, dad? Or, you know, what did I do? And I grow up with that question with my father, my adoptive father my adoptive mother, 
and my birth mother. So it's like four times the just the drama. Even with my other stepmother. Like there's a lot of issues that unravel with me. I have a lot of ish. To unravel. But I'm tough. And that's why I hope for everybody else to be tough. Talk to people. You're still tough if you talk to someone. It's smarter. Talk to someone. Get it out there. Talk to your parents. Talk to your father. If your parents are able to conversate with you and they will listen and they have a mindset to listen, talk to them. Tell them how you feel. Be nice. Be calm. Be courteous. Be respectful. Be honest. It's best to do that, to get through your issues, your daddy issues, your mother issues. I feel like that's going to be a whole nother episode, mother issues. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, mother. Like, my mother is like a black, my adopted mother, my mother, she's like a black version of Marie. Yeah, she's that. I'm talking about Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter at, at Latoya Shari and tell me if you've ever watched Everybody Loves Raymond and who is your favorite character. But yeah, my mother is definitely a Marie. <laughs> she is something else. <laughs> she, I love her, but she is something else. She can cook like the Dickens, but she will make you feel small real quick. Like, yo, what was that about? Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, um... Go talk to somebody. Get some help. Get some comfort in. You know what I'm saying? I think I want to look into who you could talk to so I can give out that advice. Um, But, yeah, like, get through it. The only way to get through it is to get through it. Don't feel like you're alone in your daddy issues. Whatever the case may be, whatever you've been through, talk about it. Let it go. All right? Well, I thank you guys for listening today. Now, I mean, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day and you could talk it out. Um, you guys can hit me up on Instagram at I am Latoya Shari. Or you can also hit me up at on a Twitter, which I told you a little bit earlier, um, at Latoya Shari. And I'll be so glad to hear from you guys. Uh, you can follow me. You can hit me up, direct message me, and I'll hit you back as soon as possible. Thank you so much. Um, And just in case you guys don't know yet, I love you guys, and I always will. All right, smooches. Peace. Oh, P.S. Have a wonderful day. Bye. <laughs>